to find out that I was going to have a, a child, it seemed miraculous to me. It brings a feeling of joy when I, when I think of that memory. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddy. This week's episode of the Art of Fatherhood podcast is being brought to you by Begin Health. Begin Health's Growing Up Prebiotics is a daily prebiotic for toddlers and kids ages one and up. You may be asking yourself, what's the difference between probiotics and prebiotics? Probiotics are the bacteria in your gut and prebiotics feed the good gut bacteria. Why is this important, you may ask? Over 70% of the immune system is located in our gut, and strengthening the gut starts with feeding it the good stuff. Growing Up Prebiotics is a tasteless and textureless powder that can easily be mixed into your little one's water, juice, or milk, delivering three grams of fiber per serving. So if you're looking to support your kiddo's immune system, make sure you pick up Growing Up Prebiotics at BeginHealth.com. That's BeginHealth.com. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddie here for another edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very happy to have this gentleman on. It's none other than Kevin Hearn. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, sir. How you doing? Hello, Art. I'm good. How are you today? Doing really well, man. Looking forward to chat with you uh, just about music, uh, about a bunch of things. But I like to bring good guys like yourself to talk about their fatherhood journey. So when you found out you were going to be a dad, what was going through your mind, sir? Well, uh, I'm a cancer survivor, and I was told I would... Uh, as a result of my bone marrow transplant, I was told I'd never have children. And so, you know, even though I tried, I'd, I'd, I'd done everything I could um, before my um, procedure and, and after my treatment uh, to try to make it uh, possible for me to have kids, but uh, I was told I never would. And so it's interesting to live life, um, you know, wondering if you want to have kids or not but then if you have that option taken away from you uh that is a whole other thing and and it really um makes you start wondering what the true meaning of life is and uh that was a, a way i existed for for years to find out that i was going to have a, a child it seemed miraculous to me it brings a feeling of joy when i when i think of that memory Thank you very much for sharing that and being honest. And again, you know, just with everybody, you know, you, you're so right. Like if when the option is there and you can't have both sides of the coin, right? So yeah, it's, I'll get to it, whatever. But then when that one of the sides of the coin is taken away, you're just feeling like what's going on. And so there's a, again, I appreciate that because I know some dads listen to this or some parents listening to this might have, you know, experienced something that's similar to, you know, what you've experienced. And I think one of the reasons I want this podcast to be out there is just so, dads and you know moms too can like listen to these stories and being like hey it's not just me i feel like there's a when when you don't feel like you're alone in, in something that you're going through you feel a little bit better so again i really appreciate you sharing that so obviously with courage and fortitude from what you were talking about about people saying like oh you can't do this you can't do that you're like no we're still gonna i'm gonna still do it kind of my way as i possibly can talk a little bit about and obviously creativity being a musician obviously bare naked ladies you have your solo career creativity and obviously i think being strong in, in in your own beliefs but talk about some of the other values you're looking to instill into your daughter as she's growing up well obviously music is a big part of our lives <laughs> and my my daughter is uh she has uh special needs uh global disabilities and so we've had to find different ways to communicate and music has been 
one of the 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 biggest ways we communicate and so uh you know in in a nor quote unquote normal situation i would have hoped that music would play a big part in our relationship but it, it actually is a crucial and vital part of our very means of communication. I bet there's a lot of things, but talk about something that you've learned from your daughter that maybe you didn't know was there. Either it's from you or just about life until she came into your life, sir. Oh, well, um, I'm sure any parent could tell you this, but uh, you feel love on a whole new level that you've never experienced before. And <laughs> a whole it gives your whole purpose in life uh, a meaning and a, a grounding and and an anchor. Nice. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I, I told like, yeah, there's, you know, a baby changes everything. And the, once you become a dad, like, you know, you have those moments of like prepping up and like, all right, am, am I ready? Am I ready for this? And when the time happens, there's that innate sense in you where like you feel love, you feel certain emotions that you've never felt before. And you're like, how, the, how am I feeling this? And it's such a new world. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Uh, Dad hack or piece of advice for new dads listening to this, what would you offer to them? Um, oh gosh, I'm just saying what pops into my head, but yeah. you know, it goes by so fast. Try to to be there present in 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 the moment and uh you know, enjoy it. Yeah. I especially when they say like, you know, the days are long, but the years are short. And you and you start to realize that like I have two daughters and it's just like I'm teaching, uh, you know, certain things to my daughters. I'm like, I didn't think I would be here at this point, but it's just, it's crazy. So again, I really appreciate your insight and fatherhood, but of course I got to, you know, want to talk to you about your great music career solo, obviously with your solo career, but then obviously with Bare Ladies, you guys are going to be on tour and you have a new album out in flight. I love it. I was listening to it and I really enjoyed it. And I, I feel like what do we need is a song, not only that is like a love letter to you guys, like you guys were kind of like, thinking about your career the way I took it, the way I, I took your music in. Um, and obviously I want you to talk about, you know, just the new album and all that. But I also think listening to this song, you know, I have my parenting lens on and I feel like that song is a great way, not only to teach your kids, but also to realign yourself when you are looking for that promotion or you want a bigger house or a car or something. And there's just certain things that when I was listening to this song. I'm like, God, like again, like you got, I'm going to talk about this later too, but you guys are just so unique in the storytelling and your music and how you present your craft to the world. But like for this song, talk a little bit about like this song, what it means to you guys. And you kind of see it as a love letter to you guys' own like career, if that makes sense. What do we need? Not a lot. I'm pretty sure we could get by with half as much as we got. Uh, you know, that's a song that Ed wrote. And I think it's, it's just expressing gratitude for what we have. It also talks about being away so much when we're on the road. And even though we, we really love what we do, um, sometimes we just yearn for, for it to stop and for us to be at home, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And, and how, do, how do you guys prepare for like a tour? Cause you guys are going to be going on, um, you know, multi-country tour to promote the album and all that. Um, but what is, I know you said it's tough being away, but what are some of the things you're looking forward to as you guys prepare for this one? You know, it's it's difficult to prepare for a tour because it's just it's like switching gears into a whole other uh, reality, a whole other lifestyle. So I think over the years you build ways to to stay connected to your 
your actual real life at home, uh, whether that's bringing the kids out uh, for a week or so, or just um, keeping, you know, cons uh, consistent communication with your loved ones at home. Another thing that I like to do uh, over the years, you kind of get familiar with different cities and, and you have favorite restaurants or favorite walks favorite things to do. So I'll look at the schedule and go, okay, this is, and you look forward to certain things uh, in certain cities, maybe catching up with an old friend, that sort of thing. Nice, man. That's great. And I, and like I said, I mentioned earlier, like for me personally, I feel like you and your bandmates had a very unique sound and especially like kind of growing up in the nineties, you'd have different genres of bands like grouped together. Right. But for you guys, hearing you and i don't know if this is a compliment I, I i'm trying to make it one i never felt like you guys were planted in one genre or the other i just felt like again the storytelling the way you guys crafted your music was different and i never thought like you know i'm gonna date myself but going into a best buy or circuit city and like trying you know there are different genres of music that you'd find or something you know that you're that you're into but i felt like you guys should have, to have had your own genre and all that but for you talk a little bit about how you guys looked at yourselves as a band and also to did you kind of feel that you were kind of unique from i mean everyone probably feels like unique but i'm just saying like just in the sure. culture of the music industry did you guys kind of feel like you were different from different genres of music well first of all i i do take it as a compliment and i thank you for that we do uh like to just be ourselves. And I think we've managed to do that over a long career. That being said, I think our music is, you could be considered fairly accessible. And, you know, when we do make a record, there's usually uh, two or three, we call focus tracks that we feel, um, you know, would appeal in a commercial sense. So I think there's always um, a good balance of both with our records, but I don't think we've ever uh, sacrificed who we actually are and, and what our band is. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're proud of that. And I think that's what's kept us going and um, has kept our audience appreciating us and, and coming back to see us. No doubt. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head where like, you didn't have to go into like this cookie cutter, like type of music or do something just to finally get where you are. And, you know, again, kudos to other people making it in the industry. I get that, but yeah, you got to take, you know, some pride in the fact that you're like, we did it our way. Right. So I love that working in different bands to your own solo career. What are you most proud of? And also this is a two-part question. What are you most proud of for you individually? And then also how do you approach creating music? Like, is, is there a certain formula you have, or is it different from each era that you've, you've created music in? Well, I, I really love collaborating and uh, I feel I learn something every time I collaborate with someone different. And so that's a big part of uh, my life. And I, I feel what I learn, I, I can bring to other projects, whether it's the Bare Naked Ladies or my own work. Um, one thing I'm very proud of is working with my hero, Lou Reed. He was someone I, I had his photo in my locker all through high school. I knew all of his songs, and when I finally had the chance to meet him and start a friendship with him, he he eventually said, Kevin, why don't you come to New York and let's see if we can play together, which uh, was such a funny way of putting it. Like, let's see if we can, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> in the room and 
So that's what happened. I sat in a room with him and uh, we played together and he cleared his schedule the next day and we did it again the next day. And then I, I became part of his live band and then he appointed me as the music director for his live band. And uh, when you ask uh, what I'm proud of, that's something I'm very proud of um, in a very deep way. Uh, he was a dear friend and a mentor and um Tomorrow actually marks the 10th anniversary of his passing. So he's uh, very much on my mind uh, right now. And so uh, that's that's the answer to that question. <laughs> so it's a fantastic answer. But also, too, like in that moment, you know, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm putting sports on this, right? But it's almost like when you got to work with him it's almost like winning the super bowl like just to put it in a sports perspective right and if i talk to people who won a super bowl like yeah you know it took me a while to digest it in the moment you're experiencing one thing but after you know you were the first initial meeting and hanging out and doing stuff together when did it kind of ease in I'm like oh my gosh i just i've been working with one of my idols like how long did it take to like for it to fully sink in well, it's, it's, you know, it still freaks me out. I, I, it's still surreal to me. You know, <laughs> I look over here on my wall and there's a photo and he's written to dear, Ke talented Kevin. Thank you. You know, and I just, I still can't believe it. And I'm, I'm just so grateful. Um, and even when I was working with him, it, it uh, you know, he phoned me up and, uh, he said, Kevin, what are you up to? And I said, oh, who is this? He goes, it's Lou, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Lou. And uh, <laughs> it, it was always weird to me, but I, I loved it. And I think he got a kick out of that, too, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, a couple more questions before we finish off with the father of Quick Five. Has fatherhood kind of shaped the way you create music or look at music differently, like, is that like in a realm of possibilities for you in the sense of like, once you became a dad, maybe obviously be taught besides like maybe crafting music about like, you know, something about fatherhood, but just in general, like, did you kind of look at music differently once you became a dad? Sure. Well, it, it certainly changed the way I looked at um, my job uh, in quotations, you know, because I'd never really thought of it as a job. It's always been uh, something I just love to do and do naturally, but you know, when in the context of of raising a daughter with special needs, and you know, uh, I have to make sure I can you know look after her and 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 provide for her. Uh, it certainly changed the way I looked at my career and my work, and uh, in a good way. It also helped me more deeply appreciate what I do, which is uh, make music and communicate with people through music and uh, doing that with my daughter and often the people in my daughter's life. Uh, it helped me more deeply appreciate the power, the healing power and the communicating power of music. Oh, love that. And it kind of goes into my last question there too. So everybody takes in music differently. I get that. But for me, the old apartment and pinch me spoke to me when I first heard them and still have a hold on me in terms of just what I was feeling back then and what it means to me now, like especially pinch me. Like I'm very nostalgic. Obviously you can kind of tell with some of my old school toys from back in the day and all that. I stuff. love all your star Wars stuff there. That's great. I got to show you something. Nice. I got this in North Carolina like two weeks ago. 
that says oh, nice. that's that's where i live in north carolina that's too funny <laughs> i love it man that's a c3po awesome. mug yeah <laughs> and it's very shiny too man so nice i yeah. like that very cool um but where i was going with this especially pinch me it just takes me back to when i was listening to it and just like high school and college and just like you realize like how how good free time was back then right and like yeah. you didn't have taxes to pay you didn't have all this other stuff but yeah so my wife and i are with our daughters we're on vacation we're in california we're driving uh to go to think uh joshua tree like the the forest and or the the park and all that and we're listening to music and your song pinch me came on and my wife and i are like yeah this was an awesome band like not only do they have good music but the way that they perform they do covers a different band it was just amazing and it was really cool for my wife and I to kind of share, you know, your music with our, with our kids, but what does it mean to you? And I know you get stories and probably, especially now on social media, on Instagram, people might share stuff with you, but you, you know, you mentioned like the, the impact music has on your, on your daughter and other people in, in, in that circle. But for you, how as an artist, it must mean the world to you to have people come up, like, especially what I just said about your music, but you don't take that for granted is what I'm saying. Like you appreciate people loving you know, your, your craft and your music, correct? Well, absolutely. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do it without them, you know, well, we could, but (laughs) (laughs) we we wouldn't be able to tour and uh, afford to, to record things at the level we do. Um, You know, after the pandemic, I really noticed in in the, the energy in the audiences that people needed a lift, you know, they, they were there and they were really hungry for, what we were providing with our show, which is some levity and uh, maybe some good memories. And that energy really uh, affects us as well and helps us perform better. Um, Another thing I wanted to say was um, back when we were coming up and playing smaller venues, uh, building our audience in the USA and, and elsewhere, we would always go out after the show and meet our fans. And, you know, we got to know a lot of our fans back then, especially. And now we see those fans coming to our show with their kids. And, and uh, that is just such a nice thing. Like we do sound check parties and we meet our old fans and they introduce us to their kids. And it's like, it's such a beautiful thing and very meaningful. Thank you again for sharing. I know it's kind of a, like a, Oh, it's like a softball question. Like, are you glad that people are affected by music? But just like that story right there where, you know, you had people who come to, you know, used to come to your uh, concerts and then bring in their kids and like, you want to pass on things that you care about. And you also want to be interested in what your kids are about. I think that's a great way to establish, you know, a good relationship with them. But again, I really appreciate you indulging me with that question. Uh, we're going to finish off with the father of quick five favorite family movie. Do you guys have one? You know, my family's always loved planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> Raising them right. I love it, man. Nice. Genre of music, or is there a certain band or maybe artist that you mentioned earlier that you couldn't wait to introduce your daughter to? Well, because of my relationship with Lou, uh, you know, I wanted Lou to be part of Havana's life, too. And uh, she has a few vintage Velvet Underground shirts and uh, Lou Reed shirts. And I certainly play a lot of Lou's music for her and her friends, especially a song called We're Gonna Have a Real Good Time Together by the Velvet Underground. That's one of her favorites. And uh, so that would be my answer, Velvet Underground, Lou Reed. Nice. Describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, somewhere by the ocean, maybe Hawaii, like okay. Lanai. Nice. Um, yeah. I think I might know the answer to this, but first album you purchased was? Oh, uh, it wasn't Lou Reed. Okay. <laughs> it, it was uh, My Other Heroes, the Magical Mystery Tour by the Beatles. Oh, nice. Awesome. In grade two, I asked my mom to buy it for me at the Fairview Shopping Mall on cassette. And and that was one of the main reasons I got into music was just the seeing that into that world, a beautiful musical world. Kevin, you aced that question and you knew where it was, who bought it for you. And I, <laughs> it was on cassette, man. Loved it. Oh man, it's so good. No one today, like people who like listen to like you know MP3 and all that stuff, like had no idea. Like you would listen to the whole album because you kind of had to because you didn't want to like hit fast forward or rewind or whatever that. But you got to see everybody like you got to see that artist or that group's journey for the whole song instead of just downloading that one song you hear on the radio or not on the radio anymore, like, you know, streaming platforms or whatever. Right. You kind of you kind of feel that way where it's like people don't get the whole story sometimes for each album. Yeah, it's all different now, you know, and, you know, there's it's different in good ways, too, but. Back then, the album itself was the artistic statement, you know. No doubt. And lastly, a top three words you hope your daughter would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want them to be, sir? Uh, fun, loving, reliable. Awesome. Great three words right there. People, make sure you follow Kevin if you're not doing it so already on Instagram at Kevin Hearn Music. And you can check out all the different things. He's got a link tree there. But again, I wish... Uh, you and your family continued success. Good luck out on the tour. Again, I know you're a busy guy, but it was such an honor to chat with you. I'm a big, like I said, big fan of your work. But um, thanks again for the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your good work. Thank you. I want to say thank you to Begin Health for sponsoring this week's edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Really appreciate the work that they're doing with their growing up prebiotics. It's a daily prebiotic for toddlers and kids ages one and up. If you want to look to support your kiddos, immune system, and digestive health, make sure you go to beginhealth.com. And while you're on the internet, make sure you go to artoffatherhood.net. Check out the podcast, check out the weekly columns like Dad's Doing It Right, Collector of the Week. There's articles on pop culture. My family and I sometimes write stories and articles together. All great stories centering around family and fatherhood. And also, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you get your podcast. It helps get the word out. I really appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to theartoffatherhood.net.